So in the um, in the Russian Orthodox Church, there's a belief about the afterlife that's based on the original Greek New Testament and Jewish beliefs. To them, heaven and hell are not places, but states of being. Mm. Now this carries weight with the Orthodox Church and the original Jewish beliefs. When you die, you will be in the presence of God. If you're holding on to sinful ways, those ways will create suffering in God's presence for you. Not he's not judging you. Yeah. Right? If you're free of these things because they've been consumed and you're forgiven, then you'll walk around in God's fire unharmed, that all-consuming love. Like the man that was with the king of Babylon and threw into the furnace in the book of Daniel. Mm. Same picture. Again, once we begin to understand this Aramaic language is pictures, yeah. and the pictures have meaning, but they don't mean literally what they say. That's why we have this whole thing of the end of the world. There's this book called this guy from the 1400s, an English monk wrote. It's called The Cloud of Unknowing. The monk believed that thoughts about God are not God and could even be considered idolatry. The method here is to say a word like God or love and then surrender to the silence. In other words, don't fill your, your thoughts in. Whenever you find yourself thinking, repeat the word and surrender again. Remember, he's an, a, a monk, an English monk. Sometimes, he says, you end up in a deep silence. Other times, your mind will drive you nuts with thoughts. But this is good as it gets you to exercise your surrender muscle and make it strong. The Christian surrender practice is now called centering prayer. It's what the mystics used, centering prayer. That the world would end in 1956. And this guy, this monk said, and for him it did. He died. <laughs> he goes, do you believe that the end of the world will happen in your lifetime? Then it will for you. What do you believe? You see, what is it we believe? What is it we're taught? The angel of death is coming to take you to heaven when heaven's in you? It's not up with the sky, God, which is not truth. It's pagan. Wow. Revelation 21.1, and I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first, first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. With all error gone, you see the world in an entirely new way. Your old way of seeing is no more, no more sea is a completely clear, are you ready? Subconscious mind, free of all the oppressive memories and emotions. A new heaven and a new earth is a common Middle Eastern phrase to denote a changing in thinking. So once we, we understand that, um, that Aramaic is pictures, and we begin to read that book in a whole new way. Now, I've told you before, I mentioned it, I think, last week, that in the 80s, no, it would have been around 1978, to be honest, I heard a trumpet at 3 in the morning. Yeah, yeah. 
It was extremely loud. I was in my sleep. I woke up. It's still blowing. I'm aware of it. I think I've missed the rapture, right? Because I've been <laughs> taught by Western. I believed all this stuff. And so I'm, I'm all excited. You know, oh my gosh, I've missed the rapture. I'm going to hell, you know? And um, I didn't realize I personally was in the apocalypse in my life. That trumpet was blowing to tell me where I was in the book, what was going on in my life. Because those things had to work out in my life. It's the unveiling of Christ in me. Paul says, I'm laboring. I'm laboring till Christ be formed in you. So it's like to know myself, to come into that place, I see through a mirror dimly, but then I will see face to face. And who am I looking at in the mirror? Me. And who am I seeing? Then I will know as I've been known. God knows who I am. It's me that doesn't know. And so he wants to unveil this truth to me and bring me in to this uh, amazing revelation and, and, and to live, to live. Like um, if we see point. Zero five of the light spectrum. What's actually here that we're not seeing? If God says you're in darkness, then what is here that we're not seeing? I have experienced from time to time mm -hmm. um, stepping into the heavenly realm of God's presence and God's awareness of God in everything. It just kind of consumes the the atmosphere and it changes everything it for does. me in that moment and i'm Woo! like sometimes and there's nothing really to say in those moments <laughs> you just take it in because it's 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 ecstasy it's um well-being it's again where i'm grappling for words yeah. it's it's home it's from saint john of the cross and it's called unknowing and if you listen to what he's really saying you begin to understand that you have to let go of your intellectual perception of God and what you've been taught about him and let him teach you. He says, I entered into unknowing and there I remained unknowing. Transcending all knowledge, I entered into unknowing. Yet when I saw myself there, without knowing where I was, I understood great things. I will not say what I felt, for I remained in unknowing, transcending all knowledge. The perfect knowledge was of peace and holiness held at no remove. In profound solitude, it was something so secret that I was left stammering, transcending all knowledge. I was so overwhelmed, so absorbed and withdrawn that my senses were left deprived of their sensing, and my spirit was given an understanding while not understanding, transcending all knowledge. He who truly arrives there cuts free from himself. All that he knew before now seems worthless, and his knowledge so soars that he's left in unknowing, transcending all knowledge. The higher he ascends, the less he understands, because the cloud is dark, 
which lit up the night. Whoever knows this remains always in unknowing, transcending all knowledge. The knowledge in unknowing is so overwhelming that wise men disputing can never overthrow it, for their knowledge does not reach to the understanding of not understanding, transcending all knowledge. And this supreme knowledge is so exalted that no power of man or learning can grasp it. He who masters himself will, with knowledge and unknowing, always be transcending. And if you should want to hear the highest knowledge, it lies in the loftiest sense of the very essence of God. This is a work of his mercy to leave one without understanding, transcending all knowledge. He's talking about leaving carnality to enter spirit, leaving all knowledge of man and entering into the all-knowing of God is what he's talking about. Wow. You don't learn it, you access it in the very essence of yad heh vav -Hey, the creator of all things, the father of creation, who loves us, passionately loves us, but realizing that the Babel of Babylon <laughs> does not access Eden. No. There's a lot of Babel in Babylon. Ha. But until we let go and go into unknowing, that means into the very heart of the Father, into this place of ecstasy that the mystics speak of, to this place within you, each one of us, it is within you, it's that Zoe life, incorruptible, indestructible life of the Father that's one with you in your spirit right now. But you must journey inward from the outer court through the holy place into the holy of holies that you might live and move and have your being in the very place that is your home. It is your home to live from the inside out, not the outside in. That's what this whole thing is about. To live the Christ life now. And when I was a young Christian, I one time was incredibly homesick for heaven. And I told my wife, I said, Sue, I don't understand what's going on. I'm homesick for heaven, and I don't think I've ever been there. How can I be homesick? Well, it's because I didn't know it's my home. Of course I've been there. Wow. It's it's a veil that needs to be I'm removed. Homesick. I was very homesick, you know? You know when like you want to go home? And and that yeah. was it. It was it come over me. I was trying to understand it. I was like, is this the Holy Spirit homesick? Why am I feeling homesick? I've never been to heaven, <laughs> right? I've, I've never even been there. No. See, That's my mind bad. couldn't get a hold of the reality that, of course, I, I was birthed in God. I am one with God. Of course, it's my home. Come on. Yeah. So that's our journey is into the heart of God. I live and move and have my being. Come on. In Abba.